I'm back, back. Can't stop, so I'm up all night long. Four o'clock in the morning, go and turn the lights on. I can barely open up my eyes and my mind's gone. Who gives a fuck about sleep? This is my Speaking of sleep, it's 1.12 a.m. currently, and I do have to get up at 6 a.m. I probably will uh, push it. My wife always tries to get me up early, and uh, it's a hard job. Let's say, let's say that at the least. She's trying to get me up, so I'd say more like 6:30, 6:35-ish. Get out the door. Supposed to be seven, but might run a little late. And then you might need to stop for some Black Rock coffee and all that. Ah, the things that we got to do to get through the day. Got some Red Bull behind me, all that sugar-free flavor, trying to not have to go to the drive-thru every day, (laughs) but we'll see. All right, so in this episode of the 90M Beats podcast, I'm going to introduce you to the show, get into the very first episode of all time, and this podcast will be about giving resources to the upcoming MCs, producers as well. Uh, just want to share my knowledge. I've been, man, emceeing for about 20 years almost. Uh, started in high school and graduated 2003. So I started, I think, sophomore year. Definitely wasn't a freshman. So probably puts that around 2001-ish, you know, and we're going on 2021 here, so... Ah, I'm an old timer, but it is what it is. So, uh, I mean, I'm trying to get beats out there to artists and I thought, uh, what's a good way to give to artists that would give them, you know, some free resources, stuff to work with, also bring some attention to my beats. Uh, so I think it's going to be a win-win scenario and it's always good to have a purpose and be able to share your knowledge I feel like I'm coming into the producer field of things, but I'm not the most skilled or knowledgeable at producing to where I should be teaching others. Uh, And that's the funny thing about (laughs) the internet these days is, you know, you're in a rush to be a guru, but I'm like, you know what? 20 years in, I've been freestyling, writing songs, recording songs, battle rapping. You can go watch them on YouTube. We're like 18 battles deep. I mean, I feel like I'm confident enough to speak on writing, hip-hop, freestyling, stuff like that, for sure. That was my main interest uh, throughout the beginning. And then, you know, halfway through, I've dabbled in beats here and there. I mean, I have a logo from 2011 uh, that was 90 in beats as well. So I've been doing it. It's just more off and on with that and really... Uh, October 2018 is when I came back hitting it super hard uh, just going after this producer thing it's been a learning curve to say the least I mean I've been trying everything making beats melody packs for producers videos get burnt out just trying to post content get Instagram going YouTube going feel like I'm not accomplishing what I set out to do it's like in the end I want to have financial freedom the same time it's like don't do it just for the money you know which obviously i'm not if i didn't like it i wouldn't do it but it's just hard sometimes so uh on this episode uh after that ramble uh i just wanted to get into one 
me ending the saying of uh every second that I'm noticing. And then two, uh, just, there I go again. Get into the history of, yeah, so I just want to get into the history of myself as an MC on future episodes of the podcast. We'll ask guests some of these questions, how they started in hip hop, uh, if they were whack, <laughs> stuff like that. So yeah, let's just get into my story personally is 90M, the artist. Uh, we'll get into where 90M came from, the name and all that, how it was being an artist and trying to do it. So yeah, let's get it right into it. So let's see, take it back to the start. So, you know, we're 2001, we're in high school. Um, break dancing, you know, hit it with the up rock, and then, you know, I wasn't very good at that part, but I had a couple power moves. I had the windmill going, and I lost that a couple years ago. Now, if I tried to do a windmill, I hit my love handles when I'm coming around on the floor, and it, it's not too comfortable, so no break dancing anymore, but uh, yeah, so I was into break dancing back then. I was staying after school to check out, you know, some break dancing, get into that. And then I saw, man, I just had a recollection like, wait, Nissan used to break dance? Uh, the homie Soul Pro? Yeah. <laughs> so I was there watching break dance battles and into break dancing, trying to do that. And then a freestyle battle popped off and it was the homie at the time, Nissan and Nautilus of Altered States of Consciousness. Can't even say it right right now. Altered States of Consciousness. Uh, and yeah, so... Yeah, so it was back then it was Nissan and Nautilus of Altered States of Consciousness. Uh, a group, and they ended up battling another student at our school, JJ. And it was unfair from the beginning, and it's like two on one, but he, they didn't even want to battle. And he's like, "Come on, two on one, even." And they're like, "All right." So they just, uh, you know, dope battle after school. So early days of the internet, went straight home, Googled. Well, wait, it wouldn't have been Google. Was it? Would it even have been Yahoo? I don't know, we might have been on some GeoCities or some other stuff like that. So, searched the internet, how to rap, came across the message board. There was a few back then. The bigger one was rap music, but I came up on the smaller one. It's called Lyrical War with the K. <laughs> Lyrical with the war. <laughs> yeah, Lyrical War. Uh, and it was a text MCs mostly. So that's what they call it, a text C, just like a fem C if you're a female. You're just an MC. Uh, but yeah, so they did have some audio battles and stuff like that, and I always aspired to get to that straight away. I didn't want to be labeled as a text C who can only type lyrics and doesn't really rap, so worked on my freestyles and all that, but getting ahead of myself. So went home that day, researched all of it, started practicing, um, came up with different names. Originally, I stole my first name from another white kid who I heard in junior high say, man, if I ever rapped, I'd go by the name Casper. So to make it even worse, I did it with a K and ended with an A, so that would be Caspa. So, yep, I'm outing myself. 
I even had it written on a, on my wall in <laughs> pencil graffiti art. And my dad was like, what the f Really? You're going to take that down? Never made me do it. Shout out to Pops. <laughs> and I never called them Pops before, but now we're doing it. It sounds cool. Uh, yeah, so, man, then began the 20-year journey of filling up notebooks, writing nonstop, working on songs, making albums, you know, always independent, doing it on the computer. Back then, it wasn't FL Studio and Pro Tools and Cubase. Uh, for me, it was Real Player. <laughs> I recorded my first rap as Caspa on Real Player through headphones, no less. Uh, and it was terrible and I'm still trying to not say uh so much so hopefully we'll cut it out in the post-production yeah I remember <laughs> chopping up bodies make it pour out people's faucets talking but you better watch it it's like stuff like that on, on a flow and not even killing it I can't even remember it might have even been over the dead prez hip-hop beat I think it was one of the first beats I ever rapped to. Might have been the first one I recorded to through the janky headphone setup. Then I graduated to the $20 Radio Shack mic. And a you know, few years later, after, oh man, I had the $100 mic with the little preamp for it. Then I also had, eventually, I think my mom bought me a Bluebird microphone still have it to this day I'm using it right now <laughs> duh uh so yeah still got that and man i just put in hours and hours writing trying different songs i would do short verses where it's just a verse and a course so i could try different styles and whatnot fast flow storytelling punchlines uh just different type of tempos and stuff like that never quite got good at that fast rap <laughs> but let me uh, check in on this video recording all right we're back it wasn't <laughs> It wasn't recording, technical difficulties. And man, I I need one of those new fancy pop guards because I can never get my pop guard to stay where I want it to. So, lots and lots of time writing different songs. I started putting out albums. First one was Words with the God, 90M, because I actually used to go by 90M the God. Sometimes I'd even spell out 90M. Sometimes I'd write it out. Oh, so skipping ahead of myself, let's get into how I got to 90M in the first place. Uh, so after the terrible, terrible names that I don't want to repeat, uh, came a 90M, which stands for Ninth Dimensional Matter. For those who ever wondered, what the hell does 90M stand for? Ninth Dimensional Matter. But wait, what the hell does Ninth Dimensional Matter stand for? Uh, it's from this movie, Supernova. Space movie. Forgetting the actors and actresses, actress in it right now. Famous for sure. 
I'm gonna obviously slice in some audio clips or some visual clips because my childhood and my whole rap career is based on it. Uh, essentially, there was like this space matter. They came across it in the course of trying to explain what it was. They're like, it's ninth dimensional matter, matter that cannot be explained through human language, only through mathematics. And then it was also like when they touched it, they started going to like their prime of everything. So prime intelligence, prime physical peak, all that stuff. So I'm like, man, that's tight. And then uh, the God was just like, Method Man and Belly was like, I forget the first part of it, but something the God. So I'm like, yeah, 90 and the God. <laughs> Quickly dropped that after the first album uh, that had like eight or 10 beats off of mp3.com was the beat beat store of the time no beat stars mp3.com shout out to uh what was the name can't recall not future producer deeper era or deep era productions mr royce productions there was there was a bunch and we had other albums that got lost, you know, like six song EPs. So I did that first album. Then I did like three other just solo albums, couple features on them, but like, you know, 15, 20 tracks deep throughout high school. Hit them with a collaborative album with my best friend, Volatile. Uh, Figure Speech is the group. We had partners in rhyme. So we did a dope album, punchlines for days on that. Beats are dope. Uh, we did a second album that got lost that we never put out, and we've worked on a few things over the years. You know, a lot, some stuff here more recently, like a mixtape and album and stuff like that. We're working on somewhat, uh, and yeah, so that was tight and. Then graduated high school, started doing stupid shit, you know, thinking I'm cool, hanging out with the homies and not, not good shit. Breaking laws, could have definitely done some time, wouldn't have been good. Not proud of it. Looking back, like, <laughs> shit's so stupid. Like, that's why I look at kids these days and I'm just like, it sucks and I understand, you know, like gotta get to like age 26 sometimes hopefully not that long but yeah i was just fucking around didn't want to work and do all that stuff and then i started drinking and started having a problem with drinking had to have like two interventions by the by the friends by the end of it it's like 2012 or 13 going on seven years alcohol free after that second intervention finally gave it up and just been smoking trees ever since <laughs> was before but uh stopped drinking for sure uh cold turkey never did it again after that you know second time the friends were like man you gotta stop uh girlfriend at the time who's now my wife was like you gotta stop so finally did that so glad we did and then from there man just been working you know, full-time job, pension, getting all that stuff, hopefully set up for the future. Sometimes it's hard to work on music and stuff in the 
meantime. And I kind of lost my drive to be out there as an artist. You know, once I stopped drinking, it's like go out and about, everyone else is drinking and stuff like that. Now it's not so bad. I'm like, I don't care. I'll go go out and buy drinks for people and shit. Doesn't bother me. Uh, when people get belligerent, it's not fun to deal with. And it's like karma, I guess. Because I was definitely that belligerent drunk asshole. And it's not even my real character, you know. So don't do that shit anymore. Feel great about it. Uh, there's definitely some things that can come along with drinking too much. Serious, serious health consequences. Uh, dealing with it, you know, very closely. Not myself personally. Luckily, I stopped, but it's, it's real. So, you know, if you're into drinking too much and it's problematic, cut that shit, man. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> you heard it here first, boys and girls. You know, only if it's legal in your state. Wink, wink. So, uh, yeah, and then... During that time when I was drinking, I got into battles. Ilmac kind of pulled me in at the beginning of the whole grind time. Battle, King of the Dot era. Went on a, you know, run of like 18 different battles that we did online. It's dope. Fun to look back on. Definitely some cringeworthy stuff. People were saying I was just shock factor back then and uh, using the F-bomb for... And not, f not fuck the other F-bomb. <laughs> Don't want to be saying that these days. And understandable, you know. It was just a word that sounded good in songs and use it as derogatory stuff. So stuff like that. And then just cheap shots like, you know, I hope your mom comes to pick you up and she dies on the way here. Like, that shit sounds dope. But like, in reality, like, it's pretty harsh. So I don't know. It's good can't have a conscious in battle rap so it'd be harder to do it these days i'd be like yo i hope this happens but then not really because you know that would be completely terrible and i want you to have your mother around for a very long time because who can't live without their mother so but fuck you still <laughs> uh yeah so we're uh, transitioning to fire ass productions you young cats can go at it and spit that crazy ass shit uh, yeah, so, you know, been working over the past few years, bought a house. It's obviously still paying on it, but, you know, in the position where we've been paying the mortgage. Finally got this studio room that I've always wanted. Don't use it as much as I want to, but I'm trying to. You know, it's 1.31 a.m., so at least we're working. We're just talking into a mic randomly, but... Yeah, so that's a little bit of the backstory, uh, where the name 90M came from. People were definitely clowning on it, and then I just liked it because you got to find a name that's original. Like, if it pops up in a Google search, like, are you the only one? I don't, <laughs> shout out to only one, but like, are you the only one? And is it a term that people could search for versus, you know, there's some names that you would think other people probably have. Like a little P. No. No disrespect to any little P's out there, but Lil, a common thing, and then just one letter common as well. Sorry for the cotton mouth. But yeah, so I'm out of here. I enjoyed 
Well, I'm out of here, guys. I thank you for tuning in to the first Underground Artist Resources podcast with 90M, a.k.a. 90M Beats. Make sure you check out the website. It's still at 90MBeats.com for now. And it's going to have tons of resources for artists and producers, like for artists, um, tutorials on how to shoot music video. So for artists, uh, tutorials on how to shoot music videos with no budget and just with your smartphone, resources on free programs and websites that you can use for various things like video editing, artwork, distribution, all sorts of things, free downloads, free beat packs for producers, free producer packs and all that. So you already know what it is. And if you don't, you're going to find out if you stay tuned in. So make sure you hit that subscribe button or follow on whatever platform this may come out on. If you're messing with me, definitely stay tuned in. We're out.